Hey. Okay, it's recording. Greetings, travelers, and welcome back to episode 21 of The Long Box. I'm Mandy, coming to you from Mushyhead Comics, with all the comic, entertainment, and geek-filled news for the week of October 14th, 2018. On today's episode, this week we're on the short bus of number ones hitting you hard on Wednesday. Captain Ginger from Ahoy Comics. When the human race died out, the cats inherited the earth. Thank God. We all died. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not not a cat person. Uh, one cover for this one. Three Stooges, Monster Mayhem from American Mythology Productions. The boys are back with a brand new classic, Three Stooges Madness, and for a final trip to Castle Frankenstooge. Three covers for this one. Betty and Veronica, Friends Forever, storybook from Archie Comic Publications. Once upon a time, Betty and Veronica weren't just your average teens. They were princesses, empresses, and magical snow queens. You've never seen fairy tales presented quite like this. One cover for this one. This looks like a graphic novel. Just FYI for y'all, like a like the damned kind of thing. But Garfield's TV or not TV from Boom Studios. Garfield and the gang head out to audition for a new reality show. Meanwhile, a night in turns terrifying as a creature reaches through the television and into John's living room. One cover. Dragon Age Deception from Dark Horse Comics. This book was featured last week and obviously was pushed to this week. So here we go again. Olivia Pride hasn't worked an honest day in years. Once an actress, she now lives by the con and has come to Tevinter with a new target. Calix Quintara, the heir of a wealthy house. Fingers crossed we get to see this on Wednesday. One cover for this book. Lucifer from DC Comics. Lucifer is missing having embarked on a dangerous journey to find the mother of his abandoned son. The Prince of Lies finds himself imprisoned and crippled by mysterious forces who seek to torture him for their own terrible ends. Meanwhile, a car has crashed. Two witches blind themselves. A terror speaks its first words and a perfect good bowl of oatmeal is left to go cold. This is a part of the Sandman universe and we have three covers including a blank variant. Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from I DW Publishing, a new age of turtle mania begins. This new comic spins out of the highly anticipated rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle animated series. Two covers, including a 1 for 10 ratio incentive. Exorcisters from Image Comics. Did you sign a deal with the devil? Has your fiance been dragged to hell? Then Kate and Kate Haro should be the first ones you call for timely soul retrieval at a reasonable rate. Four covers for this one, including a 1 for 10 and 1 for 25 ratio incentive. Infinity Warps Weapon Hex from Marvel Comics. In a dark weapon program breeding subjects specifically for magic use, the 23rd attempt, now called Wanda, was finally able to connect to violent magics, making her one of the deadliest people on the planet. This kind of looks like Laura Kinney with Scarlet Witch's powers. And geez, what could possibly go wrong there? The description has definitely pulled me in, so I think this is going to be a read for me. We've got three covers for this book. Marvel Zombie from Marvel Comics. New from the House of Ideas, Marvel Zombies is back with a twist. Years after an incurable zombie virus ravaged the world, 
a small colony of survivors is protected by Marvel U's few remaining heroes, including Spider-Man, Daredevil, and the Falcon. There are two covers for this one. Shuri from Marvel Comics. Following in the footsteps of Black Panther, the world fell in love with her in the movie, and now Black Panther's techno-genius sister launches her own adventures. We've got six covers for this one, including several ratio incentive variants. True Believers, Marvel Comics. This week we have two titles. What if the alien costume had possessed Spider-Man, which it kind of did, but whatever. And what if the Fantastic Four had not gained their powers? And I realize that they probably would have had different powers, but they wouldn't be the Fantastic Four if they didn't gain their powers. So why do we care? Just kidding. You should totally pick them up. They're a dollar. Next up, we have Unstoppable Wasp from Marvel Comics. Backed by popular demand, Nadia Van Dyne, aka the Unstoppable Wasp, and her team of girl scientists are back. With the backing of the original Wasp, Janet Van Dyne, there's no problem the agent of girl can't solve. We've got four covers for this one. Venom Annual from Marvel Comics. For the first time in Marvel history, the wicked web slinger called Venom gets his very own annual. This one features a few walks down memory lane from some of the best creators in comics today, and even a few surprise guests from Venom's past. Serving as a great jumping on point for readers new and old, this is one issue of Venom you can't afford to miss. We've got seven covers, including some store exclusives, so make sure to check those out if you're interested. What if Ghost Rider from Marvel Comics? You've only heard whispers of this real-world Marvel Universe crossover until now, when moral decline and budgetary shortfalls have combined to lower our lawyer's resistance. Sebastian Gurner, shirtless bearer, Scales and Scoundrels, and Casper Wingard from Angelic Limbo and Dr. Afra Annual Number 2, recklessly bring you a tale of the first and only true Nordic black metal band to visit the Marvel Universe through the insanity of likeness release waivers. What role does Ghost Rider Robbie Rays play, and will your mind survive the brutality? That was a lot in one description. Two covers, including a Christian action figure variant. X-Men Black Mystique from Marvel Comics. That's so Raven. <laughs> Jesus. What's a day in the life of Raven Darkholm, aka Mystique? Brutal kills, revenge-fueled chills, seductive thrills, and that's all before breakfast. We've got three covers with a virgin variant of J. Scott Campbell cover. War of the Independence Man, Out of Time, from Red Anvil. The mighty Titan finds himself whisked way into an alternate past. In this past, live heroes of amazing powers and abilities. I've got one cover for this one. Source from Scout Comics. The Source is a story of Bennett Miller, a high school teacher in East St. Louis, who still lives with his grandmother. One day, Bennett is approached after his class by a mysterious old woman, Miss Putnam, who tells him that magic is real. Three covers, including a 1 for 10 and 1 for 20 ratio variant incentive. You can try again, one shot from Silver Sprocket, sentimental girl-oriented sci-fi adventures about clones, math, a gigantic fish, and an ambition in a future where AI do mostly everything. This is the debut long form from webcomic superstar Olivia Walsh. We've got one cover for this one. I don't know what's happening with my voice. Ogre, Source Point Press, a reclusive beast sits locked in a castle prison cell with a ghost of a corpse he's been chained to. And now he must decide if he'll join in on an escape plan that could set him on an adventure he's not prepared to embark upon. I've got one cover for this one. Rivers of London, Action at a Distance, 
Titan Comics, the award-winning urban fantasy series with over 700,000 bookstore sales. Rivers of London begins a new story from creator Ben Aronovich. The secret history of Nightingale revealed for the first time. Wizarding cop Peter Grant uncovers his mentors, occult services, and World War II. I've got one cover for this one, and that's it for our number ones this week. So, yeah. Next up, here's our short list of reads for this week. First up, I have Coyote number seven. Battles rage as the victorious square off with Seth and his brothers. The questions arise about how redemption works in the city of lost girls. I've got one cover for this one. This is still a pretty good read, so I would recommend it to anybody. But, I mean, it's totally up to you. It's basically about werewolves. I mean, if you think about it. So, I mean, you know, sci-fi and it's an indie. So, if you need something different. Justice League Dark number four, The Witching Hour Part 3. Everything the Justice League Dark thought they knew about Wonder Woman and Hecate has proven to be wrong, and the Parliament of Trees is about to pay the price. Hecate knows this world isn't strong enough to resist the other kind, so she's going to burn it down and replace it with a world of her own, starting with the Ancient Grove. I've got two covers for this one this week. I threw this one on here because I've been reading The Witching Hour and... I threw Wonder Woman, which was part two on last week, if you took my advice. (laughs) which I don't know why you would, Um, and read Witching Hour Part 2, then you're going to obviously want to pick this up because it is a tie-in with that storyline. So, And then finally for our reads this week, I have Star Wars Darth Vader number 22, Fortress Vader Part 4, The Tale of Lord Mammon, Plans Are Drawn, A Foundation Is Laid, The Darkness Rises of Mustafar. I've got two covers, including a Reese Galactic Icon variant of Jabba the Hutt this week. And then next up, I have our yay covers for this week. First on my yays, I have Batman number 57, variant cover by Francesco Mattina. Andy wanted me to add this one to the list. This is a very traditional Mattina. Uh, and the blood work is pretty amazing with the reflections of whatever creature is in those pools of blood. Uh, I thought it was great, but it didn't really rev my engine. So it's aight. Uh, but it's Matina, So, you know, there's that for you. Uh, next up, I put down the Life of Captain Marvel number four, the one for 25 variant cover by Jen Bartel. Again, I like the colors um, and kind of the starry night going on behind her, but I also really like the reflection in the lake and how it's different from the image in the sky. Like she was different once than she is now, like a growth has happened. Um, It's kind of a big enigma for me. I'm not really reading this book. So how does that play in? What does this image mean? Overall, I totally, totally dig this cover. So check that one out for you. Yeah. And then going on with that same theme, I added the Life of Captain Marvel number four Battle Lines variant by Yoon Lee. The detail in this cover is freaking amazing. I love the colors. I love the background. I love all the flares and the finesse. Everyone that worked on this cover from the artist to the inker to the color should be very proud of their work. This is an immaculate cover. Probably one of the better Battle Lines covers that I've seen. So I'm really impressed. Then I put on Harley Quinn number 52 cover A cover A by Julian Totino Tedesco. We really liked the realistic nature of Harley uh, straight down to the blood splatter and the bubblegum. Um, it's very reminiscent of like the Margot Robbie style kind of Suicide Squad Harley, but with the more modern comic costume that we have grown to know and love. So Harley's still a big number one on my list. So I mean, it shouldn't be any surprise. Um, I think people would be surprised if they've, you know, been with us for a while that I didn't choose the Frank Cho. 
I like the Cho. I'm still a really huge fan of Cho. I just feel like his covers are getting a little more like it's all the same to me. It doesn't feel different. You know, he's not giving us anything really new. He's just kind of moving her into different positions. So and I don't really like the white background cover thing. I don't know why DC's still doing that, but I'm sure it saves money on printers. Um, and then last for my yay covers this week, I have Shuri number one variant cover by Scotty Young. Young is hit or miss for a lot of people. Um, but I really love how cute this cover is. Again, I really like the background, uh, kind of the position he gave, like the sunset kind of melty lava lamp kind of look that's got going on. I really like the birds and how she's kind of like floating with the birds coming out of her. It's very well done, even if you're not a fan. I hope you can appreciate the feeling that this cover offers you for this number one. So again, it's Scotty Young. I'm sure I'll get hate mail, but whatever. It is what it is. Then this week, I threw in two honorable mentions. Uh, the first one I have is the Unstoppable Wasp number one, the one for 50 variant cover by Yasmin Putri. <laughs> I just like saying her name like that. I like the watercolor feel and the attention to detail in her profile image. It feels very androgynous, like really it could be anybody, like male, female, I mean, you could insert anybody in this kind of situation. But overall, it's an all right cover. I I just really like it. I like the flowers. It kind of looks like she's maybe miniaturized and she's in a bed of flowers. I don't know. That's what I got from it. So take it as you will. Um, and then my next and final honorable mention is the Justice League number 10 variant cover by Jim Lee. I sort of felt like if I didn't mention Jim Lee here, somebody was probably going to murder me in my sleep. Like he's freaking DC legend. So there is also a one for 25 pencil incentive for this same cover as well, if you are at all interested. Um, and then an oldie but goodie making a comeback this week is the no thank you covers. This week I present to you the Teen Titans number 20 variant cover by Alex Gardner. Now hold up, hear me out. I don't dislike this cover to the point that I want to burn every copy for sale, but what is happening here, people? Like Robin is so overly anime, which is not normally something I dislike. And I guess I just don't understand what is happening with his face. Like, is he taking a poop? Is he in pain? Is he angry? Is he trying to say something to me here? Like, I don't fully understand. There's just something that makes me want to say no thank you to this cover. So I decided to bring it back because I just really didn't get this cover at all. And I guess that's it for me on comics this week. Be sure to tell me everything I suck at. And obviously because I'm about to do what Limp Biscuit did to music in the late 90s, there will be links to check out all the books, including variants and exclusives on our website. Well, that's all, folks. Thank you so much for stopping by and letting us fill your head with this useless information. You can check us out on our website at mushyhead.com for a complete list of links, as well as fun and interesting factoids. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Until next week, I learned a long time ago that worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't really get you anywhere.